<laughs> Dang it, Bobby. Dude. We were trying to keep that dark money secret. <laughs> I said, how to keep that dark money secret? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, episode 16 of Austin Anthem Podcast. We're glad to talk to you today. We have a lot of soccer news. We are almost official, ladies and gentlemen. We have a lot to talk about. There's We got the soccer wars going on here in Austin, Texas. We got this emergency water boil notice. I'm, I'm, I'm double fisting here with a Topo Chico in one You're hand. Tri- triple fasting. You got the House of Torment beer here. You got the Topo Chico and you've got the tequila going. Yeah. yeah. Yes. We are. We are. We are. We are we got plenty to drink here, ladies and gentlemen, this is in the this Austin, emergency. This is the Austin Anthem Podcast, the longest-running Major League Soccer podcast in the Austin, Texas area. Absolutely. And uh, I have to say, guys, I know we said it on the last episode, but I am super thrilled that we are back to recording these podcasts in the, we'll call it early afternoon, but still appropriate drinking time. Yeah. And you, that was the uh, the Greek god, Zach Christodelidis, otherwise known as Siri says, Christodelides. Christodelides which is the only way to go. Josh Jackson led us off there. Welcome, Josh. Good to see you again. We're here, baby. I, I do I'll, have... The, I love your shirt. Oh, I've got an Austin Anthem Grackle shirt, baby. Los, right. Hashtag Los Zanates. Los Zanates. I've also got the fourth tap, which, dude, this is an amazing brew. It's the House of Torment Pumpkin Ale. It's almost Halloween. Happy Halloween, ladies and gents out there. there. Oh, and my God, pumpkin spice. This one was actually brewed <laughs> to be able to like chug a ton of these while you're waiting in line for House of Torment. That's what they told me. That's what that's what they did. Yep. All right, we've got the uh, back by popular demand tequila. Right? That's hey, it. Thank you, Andrew Urban over there for the welcome. tequila shots, ladies and gentlemen. Very we, large tequila shots. This is sipping tequila. You don't have to. You don't have to shoot it. Just enjoy it. Let it just roll around. Ah, sorry. Ah. What were we? Mine's saying? all gone. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's oh. a personal choice. Dang it, Bobby. Dang it, Bobby. We'll get to that later, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's a great day. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, you'll already know who's in the MLS Cup playoffs. That's happening later today. We're going to go watch it at St. Elmo's Brewing. So if you happen to get this podcast in the next two hours, feel free to join us. That might be a physical impossibility <laughs> given that I'm going to be at the event, not editing the podcast before the event. That's just a per- also a personal choice. Yeah, it's true. Yes, yeah. Very good. Yeah, we've got a lot to go through today. The as usual, this is this was the biggest week in Austin soccer ever. Once again, once yeah. again, so far, well, the biggest week in Austin soccer so far. Uh, that is so far. That's, that's how that's, that's how true. we always have to qualify it. So far, I just absolutely love the new logo that uh, Ryan Riggins did for us using the Austin Anthem Grackle with the microphone like that. Isn't that awesome? Absolutely, all of our logos are just on point right now. That is true. Which. As for a grassroots <laughs> grassroots organization, is not bad. Well, tequila is right? hitting you pretty hard, oh, fairly quickly, that, that, Andrew. Kind of stuck right you gonna, there. Are you going to be able to, oh, to yeah. drink later on? I'll be, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll be fine. Okay. The uh, so we've got a lot of upcoming events to talk through. We've got a whole state of the relo kind of. Uh, I guess the re- What is it now? Relocation expansion. The state of the expansion. There you go. So we'll have a whole lot to talk about on that. We do have, uh, hopefully, one of the last times that we'll, maybe maybe not, but we keep saying this, the last of our Austin uh, politics and soccer politics and beer podcasts. We know Zach is always excited to talk <laughs> soccer politics, <laughs> so right? So. You, well, I thought we were done talking about it, but you know what just came in today? I'm going to go sneak away. I'm going to go grab it real quick because I don't think uh, Josh Jackson has seen it yet. Oh. Oh, yes. Ooh. 
Uh, so surprise, surprise. A surprise. Since this is a visual podcast, you can actually see what he's holding up right now. Oh, yes. yes. I love it. We got to get this man reelected. It, it is my is. Steve Adler for mayor. Never give up. T-shirt. That, is, that is literally one of the best. It's the best political t-shirt I've ever seen. I've ever seen. So if you haven't seen it, it says never give up on it. It has the Pac-Man from the, uh, from the iconic uh, train bridge over exactly. Lady Bird Lake. I still call it Town Lake, but well, I, yeah, I've been I mean, here a while. I mean, so, I, it was Town Lake when I was a kid, but. Uh, so we've got a lot to talk about of things coming up between us. So we'll get into kind of upcoming events between our first ever volunteer sign-up day, uh, MLS uh, Cup and fifth anniversary party. We've got, uh, gosh, uh, we've yeah. So let's let's jump into it. What do you want to do first? Yeah, I would say first things first. We have a lot of big news coming from MLS this time. It's not just uh, it, pre-court announcing. Um, is it the MLS, or as I heard Justin Simmons call it this morning? <laughs> I was just had to say that since he gave me grief for I saying. I guess that if once. you're an MLS purist, <laughs> you know where that you know where that come that 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 all started. That all started with San Antonio fans because because we've called it the MLS on the throw-in so many times before, and they were the original ones to give us. Uh, problems we'll say because of that <laughs> the mls so it's just it's not the like the home depot it's just major league soccer it's just major league soccer but if we're gonna get finicky about it let's talk about their website because it's major league soccer mls soccer.com so major league soccer soccer.com that's more stupid than the major league soccer you know that's weird i've never thought about that yes so u.s soccer yeah that's just u.s soccer.com okay yeah. mls soccer.com yeah. MLS soccer, major league soccer, soccer.com. Are you sure there's yeah. not an extra S? Are you adding an S? I'm not adding an S. It's MLS soccer.com. All right. I'm going to I'm gonna have to look that up. <laughs> hey, you can fact check me. All right. It's not fake news. <laughs> it used to, back in the day, it used to be a .net. Fake news. Way back in the day. Wow. <laughs> that was uh, back when you were using your, your uh, MySpace browser. I, w- I had my dial-up internet connection. Ah, sweet. I used to steal it from my mom and play PlayStation. So what's the what's the big I guess the big news in the last couple of weeks? Yeah, um, well, it sounds like um, a new ownership group with some deep pockets. Um, the owner of the Cleveland Browns, right? Ironically enough, yeah. <laughs> Has, um, Haslam, that's the guy's name. The Haslam family yeah. is going to step in and uh, potentially be another owner in the MLS. Um, it's going to get together with the local. You can check that news at mlssoccer.com. <laughs> yeah, and, and and obviously, if you've got a guy who's who 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 I guess was worth a billion dollars and now is worth like two billion dollars uh, with the Cleveland Browns. That's um, just for people's record. That's more than all of us at this table combined. Yes. I think yeah. more than all of us in potentially the entire Austin Anthem supporters group combined. combined. So it looks like they've been uh, they've been hoodwinked into thinking that Columbus is um, a, a business venture that is worth going for. Now I don't think he's jumping in because of the of a hashtag. I think is he his, does. Is actually, his name Bobby? Bobby, dang it, Bobby! <laughs> I think he actually does see. Uh, a positive business opportunity there. I think there has been a lot of legwork that um, some of the local people in the in 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 the Save the Crew movie, but also more uh, more or less the Columbus Business Partnership, yeah, has put together because it takes a lot to be able to to bring someone like the Haslam family so, in. So can we just bring up the fact that at the very beginning they said there were parallel paths? Yeah, I think d- doesn't this validate some of the things that Don Garber and even Precourt has has said throughout this whole process? Wait, you can't say anything nice about Don Garber and all of this? No, he's 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 evil. He's evil. Damn, he, he wants to destroy <laughs> communities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, a very small community. Uh, is, is the it's been a long road, ladies and gentlemen. So every now and then you have to forgive some of the snark of the things yeah. that come out because this yeah, lots of things have been said. But when you look at these deals. 
deals with billionaires do not happen in the open and they don't happen within two weeks. No. So what we did find out after this announcement or semi-announcement wasn't really announced. It was kind of like leaked that the Haslam family was looking at it. I don't it. think anything in any of this whole situation has ever been actually <sighs> that's, announced. Yeah, that's it's all been that's leaked. That's a good point. So the, apparently from what the backstory I've heard is that the Columbus Partnership wanted it out there to get a little extra pressure on the Haslams to get the deal done because it sounds like it's really close and they just want it to be finished off and they wanted uh, the something around the anniversary of the Grant Wall tweet to say some news, which all makes sense to me. If I'm the Columbus Partnership, heck yeah, man, that's what I'm going to do. And... But uh, yeah, so it, these deals don't happen in a day. They don't happen in weeks. They, these are months in the making. So we kind of got confirmed that uh, just through sources on Twitter and otherwise that uh, this has been in talks for months. So it really confirmed what you just said, that Garber ha was being truthful this whole time when he said, Our, my preference was is to not move a team. Now, of course, MLS wants to be in markets like Austin. And right. you look at all the expansion teams, San Diego's got a vote coming up. You've got uh, Cincinnati coming in, Miami coming in. Uh, you're looking at St. Louis now is back in the back in the thing, uh, back in the mix. You got God, I remember Detroit. The, I remember the St. Louis Blues MISL team. That was a, that was a lot of fun back and in the day. St. Louis has got a ton of history, and now it looks like they've got the ownership groups. And you, know, you got you got Detroit, you got Phoenix also looking for Detroit's it. Detroit's having tough time on a sidebar. Detroit's having a tough time because nobody wants to be in Ford Field. Mm -hmm. um, and. Then you do bring up San Antonio again. Uh, it doesn't look like, I mean, San Antonio Stadium was ever like a really viable option, even though they, they, they did use some city money for that. Isn't that basically out in Bernie? Or in, is it in Bernie? Or well, is it in, uh, it's like, it, it's north side San Antonio, which for a lot of people, it, it's kind of like going out to, to Elroy in Austin. I mean, it's just an hour down the road. Yeah. It's very easy for Austinites to get to this because it's right off 35 on the north side of town. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. which is what what's made it so kind of nice to have that option when we haven't had any soccer here in the past. So the announcement that, or not announcement, the leak that, <clears throat> excuse me, the leak that uh, the crew might be saved was greeted with a lot of fanfare and excitement on Twitter, uh, kind of spontaneous uh, celebrations in uh, in Columbus. I feel like they were kind of premature celebrations in it's, Columbus a little bit. I mean, not to not to, you know, say too bad a thing about what they've been able to accomplish down there, but it just seems like it's not done yet. Nothing about the situation seems settled yet. They, they I, they're, I, they're close. What was it? I mean, one of the comments we read was basically out of all this, they're more reliant on Austin happening than ever now. No, and we were talking about it before we started rolling today was... Can we call it a pre-show like it's official, like we actually had a pre-show? We, well, we had a, a warm-up. There you go. As we, as we usually <laughs> do. Uh, but we were talking about it earlier today, how they are now fully reliant on us because in order for the Save the Crew uh, to actually happen, Austin will have to get the team because right now Precourt still has the operating rights for Columbus Crew. And in order for him to be able to sell those rights, he needs to be assured that Austin is going to be a done deal. So... I think what you're trying to say is, dear Columbus, you want this to happen. You really want this to happen. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not like the Hunger Games. It's all for one. <laughs> we care. And we want you to have your team. But we want our team too. And with this, it's a win, win, win. win. Yes. And, and you look at, I mean, we, we've said it. Oh, hey, cheers. 
We've said it multiple times that we are not against the crew. We're not against soccer in Columbus. We obviously want a team here. And this looks like to be a win-win for everyone because um, th- this is essentially what came out of that leak. And the, uh, from what I hear, the leak kind of came out of the Columbus partnership side of it. Um, again, maybe it for, doesn't. For those who don't know, the Columbus partnership is kind of a local business, uh, like a like a chamber of commerce kind of group, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's led by Dr. Edwards, who has been a team doctor since, uh, I think, 96 with the Columbus crew. He's also a real estate uh, right. mogul in Austin. Uh, but in they're, basically Austin. A, they're basically like <laughs> no. a city foundation, a city uh, city chamber of commerce all kind of rolled mm-hmm. into one. Their mm-hmm. goal is business uh, development and interest and support for the biz- for local business in, in Columbus. And so maybe so this, they've been representing this. Maybe this does help the process. But again, I think there's a, there's a small percent chance that maybe maybe Haslam gets cold feet because oh this is how you like to do your business we you know usually when they they want to keep those contracts under the table right they don't want everybody knowing about it maybe he gets cold feet and says hey call me back in four or five months and then the columbus deal doesn't get done in time for the december mls general general meeting and hopefully he doesn't have another 92 million dollar fine he has to pay because that happened oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> uh, what billionaire hasn't had a ninety-two billion million dollar fine? It's jump change, yeah, right? Jump change. change. You know, that's ten eight percent <laughs> of his four percent of his total earnings. Right? And, and he'll be okay. But, yeah, but it, it's a win for the league. It's a win for Major League Soccer because you do have another owner that is coming into. The I league. think it's fast, I think it's fascinating to have an NFL owner investing and uh, another NFL owner investing in soccer, because I mean, my my pet theory is that the is NFL is on the decline. As, and especially as a national sport, and the NFL owners see it, and they know it. So you get uh, Arthur Blank down in Atlanta. Look what's happening. Yeah. You get uh, the Haslam's joining in here. Uh, what's to What's to prevent uh, a Jerry Jones or somebody like that stepping oh, in in Frisco? Don't Don't put uh, that evil uh, out into the world. Uh, <laughs> I don't think anyone in Frisco wants Jerry Jones involved in whatever they're uh, doing. Uh, all I'm saying is, uh, look at the Chargers are do, are playing in the LA Galaxy Stadium right now. Yeah. I know that's only temporary, but I mean, there's a there's a the money in in sports and in sports ownership is looking at at soccer and major league soccer, which you can read about at mlssoccer.com, and they're seeing they're seeing dollar signs and investments, and they know this is where the sport is going in, in the U.S. It's really interesting to me just how much uh, intertwined uh, NFL and major league soccer seem to be right now, and it, it seems that major league soccer is kind of on the. On the up and up, as opposed to NFL. Yeah, the, t- the demographics show the two main sports in the U.S. right now for young, for anybody of age 18 to like 45 is NBA and, and Major League Soccer. Yeah. So NFL's average age of a of their uh, average fan is like 60, to, 60 years old. And that's that's true, I think, across a lot of American sports, and it's something people don't necessarily Base- really. Worse. Baseball's Yeah, that was what I was going to bring up, especially now that we're in the, the World Series Right now, Major League Soccer is the young person sport, and it has been for for some time, and it's going to be growing in popularity. And that's a good point because this really is a reality check for for Columbus, for the market of Columbus, because they had to really step up and say that, okay, we are going to be supporters of this game at a time where this game is exploding. You've got you've got uh, Tottenham Hotspur building a one point three one point four billion dollar soccer facility, probably slash. NFL God, it was supposed too, to be. Right? It was supposed to be like six hundred million when they started. They're pushing it back a year, yeah. right? Uh, till, that was the news from today. Like six months. Yeah. yeah. It, supposedly January. Anyway, yes. And, and and you look at the MLS owners here on on this side of the pond. They're putting in money, more money than ever. We have soccer. a two hundred million dollar privately financed stadium being built here. Yes, and this is MLS 
probably 4.0 because you look at the type of ownership that we have in the league. You look at the type of coaches that we're that we're now hiring. Mateus oh Almeida has oh. come from Chivas to 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 San Jose. To San Jose. I mean, it's a project. That's amazing. It is. You, you <laughs> that, see, that news blew me away. And across the league, you've seen the increase in the the type of players that they're getting. Major League Soccer has become a stepping stone for these young South American not only players, but also coaches to, to be able to move on to bigger and better things. And that is so, so I th- cool. I do think the the argument for keeping Columbus, re- a lot of it revolved around, especially for, I think, for Don Garber and the league, they look at it I, almost like um, like what would happen to the NFL if Green Bay wasn't there. Right. Uh, it, you know, it's that kind of, I mean, it's, it's a smaller market compared to others. It's still a growing city. It's still... It's not growing, obviously, as fast as Austin, but it, it's a growing city, and the and he's always said he didn't want to relocate a team if you didn't have to. So this is his opportunity. People are going to say it's it's uh, uh, it's because of the lawsuit and all that. You know, sh- maybe part of it is, but I mean, I I still firmly believe that if you let that lawsuit run all of the way its course, it's not a legal lawsuit based upon separate the. Uh, interstate commerce clause and all that stuff, but we won't get into the legal. Well, no, and it's the one thing I'll say about it is it's very interesting if what we're hearing about the NFL not really wanting to test the legality of it is true. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's all I'm going to say. Cause Cause those it, are unsubstantiated rumors. Because on you my never part. know. Once something goes into a courtroom and a judge has to or a jury has to do something on it, it sets thing, a precedent. Well, and if it, if for some reason, even if it gets proven once, and then it maybe it goes up the chain, it could take years for all that to go through. Yeah, and then yeah, you're right. What happens to well, the Chargers, that's an in-state, well, just, but you've got uh, but all Oakland, the other markets. Oakland going to Las Vegas. Can you – an NFL team in Vegas still seems like a really bad idea, but uh, Las Vegas lights. Or, or a really good one. <laughs> it's either a terrible idea or an amazing one. <laughs> or it's idea. an amazing one. Hey, shout out to Eric Winalda. He's now the coach of that's Las right. Vegas lights. Las Vegas lights and Eric Winalda. I thought he was happy just in his broadcast role, but why I guess not. Why couldn't, no. they, why couldn't they have taken Taylor Twelman? He's been silent since the World <laughs> Cup because they decided – What are we not- doing here? <laughs> They decided not to use Eric Wanell, who's one of their best analysts yeah, at the World right. Cup. So, oh, Bobby, Bobby. Dang it, Bobby. Dang it. No, yeah, so you can't forget that Columbus crew, SC, operates at a loss. And so this is a big... And as a unified ownership of all the owners, that means Arthur Blank operating at a profit gets to absorb the loss of Columbus. Precisely. Well, everyone. Which, is, which is exactly why Major League Soccer works the way it does, is because sure. it wants to stay sustainable over the long term and not necessarily have a team. That's a really intelligent point, young man. Oh, thank you. Yes. Well done. Are we bringing the ageism back? I yeah, guess we baby. are. Yeah, <laughs> no, because uh, soccer is so, soccer is something that does and, only, only when it comes to Zach. Um, um, yeah. So let's go back to the let's go back to the community thing because soccer does unite the community and you and and MLS has always said that they want to be part of community and yeah, Don Garber has been legitimized in this and. Uh, all, all, all the comments about being part of the community. Look, you can, you you can't yep. you can't dog Don Garber anymore. He was you, you were at the Andrew. You were at the Hall of Fame. Don Garber received one of the uh, yeah the red jackets. He, now, it was kind and of, you know what? He got a cheer from the twenty five thousand people there. That's good, and it's kind of funny to know more than he got at the draft. But it's yeah, kind of funny to know because he, <laughs> well, he no commissioner ever gets a cheer <laughs> at the draft. Right. I mean, <laughs> it was funny when he right when he put the red jacket on. He was like, I tried talking to Jorn. 
uh, about getting some Versace jackets. Don't worry, I, I got I got your connection. So Don Garber is a guy who who likes to live at large. It seems like he's what is he? He said he's out in like two to five years, something like that. Yeah. So okay, here's the thing: like 28 teams is what they want to cap it at, right? And this is under the Don Garber right uh, regime. I'm not even really sure how true that is because there's this point. Yeah. The, here's the other thing: on the business, I feel like I feel like I need because I told Babetsky since he wasn't here that I'd give him my best Josh Babetsky impersonation. Oh, I want to hear that. I don't think I can really do a voice of him, but I can go into business metrics and talk about that. And, you business know, metrics. Well, that's business metrics. Everyone's that's eyes right, rolled. Right. Was that audible? Take another sip of tequila and I think you got this, baby. Uh, <laughs> so, fellas, I think what I'm trying to hear out of this is that that what we've seen is a business deal that got done because the... I, I can't do it. I got to. I'm going to go back to my Tesla uh, and just go drive away. Dang, there you go. Yes. Dang it, Bobby. Yeah, dang it, Bobby. No, so, but if you think about it, I, we don't know what the, the expansion fee right now is 150 million, right? Something yeah, like oh, that. Oh, it's closer to 200, right? 200 million. Well, I mean. So if they got, I mean, I can't even fathom. This has got to go down in business books lore somewhere of if you get a NFL owner to pay an expansion team for a team that already exists. And you get to move the other, and you get to have another team built in Austin. You just got two hundred million dollars for an expansion team that already exists. So that's essentially what's going to happen. I mean, what came out from MLS because MLS had to put a statement that's, out. That's a good business deal. I'm going to take this tequila that I own, and I'm going to sell it to you like it's new for two hundred million dollars. But it's an empty glass. <laughs> I'll let you draw your own analogy. Listen, okay. What, what, what this really comes down to, and it doesn't matter who's in line for what. It doesn't matter where San Antonio is at, Phoenix is at, San Antonio, uh, San Diego, wherever. It matters if you can build a stadium in your city. Columbus could not get a stadium deal. They're still working on it. Is Haslam going to be able to do this? Because from what I hear, uh, Haslam's got got a deal to try to build. Um, uh, I mean, he's always tried to put training facilities in Columbus, but he's he's trying to balance possibly two stadium deals at the same time. Is he going to even be able to do that is the question. So there's a lot of stuff still up in the air. So yeah, to Zach's point, is this going to be, is this is this a little premature? Because a lot of things have to go down in Columbus. Apparently, from what I heard even today, um, they are, they've got it down to three sites possibly in Columbus, but you got to look at, I mean, you got to look at where Austin's at. Austin's almost ready to sign off on the term sheets Probably here. I mean, we should hear back at the end of November, possibly at the latest. We're within. December. We're within a few weeks. I mean, mm. just or if if that. Apparently, from Scuttlebutt. I mean, but again, I don't, that's my good other, old Scuttlebutt. That's my other Josh Babetsky impersonation. <laughs> Scuttlebutt, just one word. That's right, Scuttlebutt. Scuttlebutt. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so yeah, Don Garber's been very careful. The league has been very careful about how they've how they've really touched this the whole past year, um, and they've brought up things. Even Governor Kasich. From that ran for president from 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 Ohio, he said that the spark really wasn't there in Columbus. So I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that they do have to fix in Columbus. I think I, th I do think what the Save the Crew has proven is that there is a spark. Now the question is, can they take that base and build it out to the larger community the way the they I mean you've seen NHL and the and others there have. There's there's a base there for the support that. I think when all this started, people were thinking maybe it wasn't quite what it was. I mean, I, 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 don't, I can't say I paid attention to Columbus before October 17th last year. Uh, you know, it was part of our discussions based on league metrics and things like that and watching it, and we talked about it back February of 17. And, uh, but I've, I've, 
basically been a Houston Dynamo fan, or actually I always liked Red Bulls too because I'm a big fan of uh, Bradley Wright Phillips. But uh, BWP? BWP is awesome. And that was the only Arsenal player when uh, Thierry Henry was there. That was the only Arsenal player I've ever rooted for. I have a, I have a Thierry Henry New York jersey. New, see, I, I, I can't even say New York first. I say New, New Jersey, <laughs> New York, New Jersey, Metro Stars. That's right. Oh, the Metro Stars. It's in, it's way, in, to, way to bring that one back. It's in Jersey. Nice, nicely done. You got, you got to take the, you got to take the, 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 the subway over from, from, from Manhattan. I mean, you've been to, least. you've been to Frisco. You saw that's 27 miles from downtown. Uh, and, and Frisco is not much different from Harrison, New the Jersey. San Jose is it's in a San big Jose. Par- it used that's to be a big park. parking lot. And now, which is really cool, is Frisco's really built up around it. And I think if you build a stadium here at McCalla Place, you already have kind of everything going on. And right. Columbus is talking about this too. They would rather they have it in a place where you've got everything. What is that? That's there's an arena district. Arena that district. Yeah, that's that's like we we have, ours is going in the brewery district, <laughs> <laughs> which is amazing still. So that's uh, I think that's pretty much uh, all that we've yeah. had to say about the yeah. save the crew at the moment, where that's going, so, and, and 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 that's a big deal because there was a sort of a soccer war going on between Austin and Columbus, at least on the fan level, and I think. This being a win-win, it's going to cause... Cheers, baby. Here's to peace. Here's to peace. Here's to peace. Although, I think this is going to start an awesome rivalry between Columbus and Austin oh my God. Uh, in the future. Can you uh, imagine that first game? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be great. Well, That's going to be so much fun. Hypothetical situation, if Columbus get to keep the crew and they're there in 2019 and we get a team at least by 2021. At least by 2020, 2021. Yeah. yeah. And, and honestly, we've been waiting for many years already. Why not wait another year or two? So we, we'll, we should be in the West and they'll be in the East. Western Conference. And the, because, I mean, we can't be west of Houston, who's in the West, Western, and be in the East. Western Conference that would be is silly. Well, it's Major League Soccer, so <laughs> anything's possible. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's roll out here. Last thing, if you see people on Twitter and you're trying to, I mean, hey, Columbus is our friend and they need us at the moment just as much as we need them. We can roll through there. Yeah, we need them. Yeah, but we don't need the, I mean, the, there's no need to do the comparisons. There's no. no. All that kind of stuff is way in the past now. Absolutely. So let's move on. Let's be excited about Austin FC. So one thing I think I want to just briefly mention, since we are in uh, politics season, is... Yeah, I know, right? But it it is very important that you go out and vote if you... If you haven't voted already. Exactly. If you hear this podcast before early voting is over, early voting is a great opportunity in Austin. You can go out and just... We can't really mention a whole lot because we are a, a 501c3. We are the official podcast of a 501c3. I'm not really sure how that works. It's a nonprofit organization. We can we can talk issues, and we can talk about uh, about, but we can't endorse a candidate. It's all we can't do. Yeah. So you're 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 the I expert in terms of uh, I can, nonprofits. I can say, my name is Andrew Urban, and I'm voting for Steve Adler. Yes. As, but I can't say I am Austin. Anthem. Well, maybe we shouldn't say uh, it. Yeah. Okay. So. So, but all I want to say is there is a a voter's guide that is uh, up on Medium. It's from uh, the social team here at the Austin Anthem. And if you want to go check that out, you can really get some information on how people have really supported or not supported Austin soccer and the issues that are uh, important to Austin soccer that are affecting politics right now. And uh, with politics season being in full swing, now is the time that you can actually make your voice heard and and see the difference, basically. I think what we can say is November 6th is obviously it's the 6th, right? Yeah, it's that's Tuesday. election yeah, day. So that's the election day. If you are an Austin voter and you care about the soccer stadium, it's hard to say that there's been a, it, with all the politics that's been around soccer, 
the it's uh we're kind of in one last little stand here where we've got a group that's uh that has been putting a petition out there. And if that petition comes live, it will, it could seriously uh, affect the stadium, but not only the stadium, a whole lot of other iconic Austin events. It's written broad. It's written extremely broadly. And the law of unintended consequences would, would occur here where, and let's, uh, so there's been a lot going back. How, how, I guess we'll jump into the, the reason we keep joking about the, the Hank Hill and the Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> I, have, I have one Bobby. mistress and her name is USL. <laughs> Austin Bold. Austin Bold. <laughs> the, so, you do that so well, was Josh. It, it was a Friday, Friday evening. And the news news is so great to dump on Friday evening. Hopefully, they always when no, they've hope that no one's paying attention. I'm so glad that I was working that Friday evening oh over at gosh. Spectrum. So the yeah, so Friday evening at five, Bobby Epstein, the owner of of F1 and the Circuit of the Americas, had to finally, based on a lot of pressure that was out there in the community, admit that he's been funding the Indy Austin group that's that's run by a group out of Bastrop that's pushing this petition. And the petition essentially is an anti-competition petition for his venue, if you really want to get down to the nut of it. But he's put something like $50,000. Is that right? It's close to that. Yeah, if not more. I if think. not more, into this effort. And it was a, it was the Jack Craver of the Chronicle did incredible work. What was the website for that? Do you Politics.net or something? AustinPolitics.net? Jack Craver. Look, at, look him up. He did incredible work, uh, so much so that the head of uh, – the head of the Indy Austin group, Linda Curtis, went onto the comments and called him a punk. So I guess when you rile up the uh, somebody like that, they get mad when you expose them. So there you go. I know there was a twenty-four thousand dollar initial investment that that went towards that, and this is something that we we we've been very privy of because we we try to do our due diligence and try no, to figure and, out what's going on here. And we've tried to bring you information not only on on this podcast but on all of our different mediums that we have, and we. It's been a rumor for a very long time that these people have been behind this effort, and now it's official. So first thing, if there's a person at a voting that's asking you to sign a petition, just know there is zero, there is no petition out there that you can sign that is pro-Major League Soccer. Let's repeat that just to make sure people understand the message. There is no No petition... Anywhere, anywhere that will support, support the major, major league, league soccer, soccer stadium. stadium. It, yeah, well, there's a lot of people that just don't know the process. A lot of people uh, they've heard about this. So there's no petition, right? Nothing. No. They, no so petition. no one should sign any of that stuff. Even well, if you're the kind of person who's like, yeah, I'll sign it, and you don't really know what it is, you shouldn't sign it. Yeah. Because it's not going to be good it's for not, you. It's not like an, a, a user agreement on the computer. Yeah, it's not right. like that. You I need just to read what that because that's yeah. how I go into the voting. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Don't do that. Yeah. And this does come down to you as the <laughs> listener because. Uh, there has been a lot of confusion lately, even with the news of the Haslons potentially coming in to save the crew. Um, when, when, if you're just the type of person that reads the headlines, the headline reads, oh, the crew are not moving to Austin now, which is the case, which is actually really good for everyone because now we are not, we, we, we can get a team without with a clear conscience and a team of our own, um, but they, they don't read the fine print. No, and a lot of people are still, a lot of it's the really people that I've point. talked to a really good point. Are, are just very confused right now. They're like, so what do you mean? This isn't happening? And so, yeah. yeah, oh, that's right. No. So it's not happening? No, it, it is, is happening. It is happening. So let's get this straight. Pre- Anthony Precourt owns the owns a franchise in Major League Soccer. He has stake 30, in Soccer United Marketing and MLS, yeah. 30 minutes into the episode, we're just now clarifying this. <laughs> good, good work on our part, guys. I thought we'd Good job, it. team. I, I think if regular listeners will understand that Tony Precourt owns a franchise in Major League Soccer. Yes. And I would hope so. 
And he doesn't want to get rid of it. He and wants he, to stay in the league. Exactly. So the fact that he owns it and he's working in negotiations with the city means we have priority. That is true. So the league wants to stay in Columbus. So they're doing that. That is a separate parallel path. I love that word. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, dang it, Bobby. Dang it, Bobby. So that's a whole nother section to this. So Bobby Epstein is the uh, wonderful owner of Coda, and he also has, has had the rights uh, for the Austin Aztecs minor league USL team for four-plus years. That he sat on. We call it 1,000 Days of Darkness. Yeah. Oh, that's a good – I like that. Yeah, 1,000 Days of Darkness. Where well, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get on a high horse a little bit because a lot of people say, oh well, it's really hard to get on that team. high horse. It's really hard to build a team. When, Come on, preach it. When you when you don't have any players or any coach or any stadium, there has been absolutely no change in his ownership status of either Coda or the team. He could have very easily. What do you mean? You're not going to support them? What? No. All he had to do was make an effort or at least be transparent about what he was doing behind the scenes over the past four years. He's talked to a lot of people. He talked to Linda Curtis all the time. (laughs) He has done none of this, and that is why soccer fans in Austin are so upset at him right now. You look what's happening now, now that it is public. We have hashtags, uh, boycott bold. We also have- Boycott the bold. Boycott the bold. And we also have a brand new, uh, Alistair McAllister released it. (laughs) The Bantham. Did you guys see that? Okay, I wanted wanted to hear your (laughs) thoughts about this because- as uh, the producer of the throw in, I actually get to talk to Alistair McAllister all the time. And he was really worried that that us and the the anthem would be annoyed that we that we use the name. They just unquote. added a letter B, right? Yeah. To Austin Anthem. It's, I it's mean, genius. Yeah. He, there were uh, there were he, he's probably correct correct because there were people in Columbus who were trying to go off of our MLS in Austin and and try to say things that we weren't. We had to I shut think, some uh, trolls down. A yeah. Alistair is a friend. Right. Okay, good. Yeah, so he, he was really he was really worried that we were that we were going to take offense. I feel like we should say he's a friend of the show. Oh, good. Can we say that? I, well, it's like, it, a, like a real really, radio or something. If he's not really a friend of the the throwing, he is a friend of the Austin. There anthem. you go. Yes. Kilt, well, maybe he kilt, should have his own, all. Maybe he should have his own segment on this show too. I am Alistair McAllister, and I am a friend. If you can bring him in studio, my accents all sound the same. If you can get us a Buckfast sponsorship, I'm cool with that. Okay. But this comes on the heels of the F1. Uh, a big event that they had out there. Uh, congratulations. Uh, I think it was a wonderful event, aside yeah, from right. all the mud. You went, that was you went and saw Bruno Mars. I was at, oh, dude, Bruno Mars. Was you were, your tickets were right Britney. Britney. You were right down front. I didn't see Britney Spears. I just, okay. I, I, boycott, I boycotted Britney. Why'd you boycott <laughs> Britney? Uh, you know, Br- <laughs> <laughs> Britney. Bi- okay. Yeah. I, was, I was like a teenager when she was big. And I was, you know, all right. it, it's fizzled. Whoa. <laughs> the excitement has fizzled for me. What's fizzled? What? I heard a lot of lip sync uh, comments from, oh. from that show. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, he's got F1 and he sat on the. What we heard is that basically USL, which is the lower tier soccer league in the US, uh, it's basically the. What do you, what would you call it in baseball terms? It's uh, the. Uh, Triple uh, A baseball, yeah, it, it's, it's or it's minor league hockey. It's the next best thing to MLS, and it's not bad because you have markets like San Antonio FC who have a great product. I follow, on the field. I follow RGV uh, yeah, down Re- there, Rio Grande Valley, and they actually hosted some of the women's qualifiers down there too. And you've got El Paso Locomotive. Um, I love the, the hashtag crazy train. That's an awesome. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. an awesome. And there's Las Vegas lights. Come on with yeah. that. As we mentioned earlier. Um, if you listen to our friends, uh, the Texas, but the soccer, point is the Texas while, soccer radio, they're almost a Las Vegas show. Well, USL has been booming in the last 
three to four years, adding teams, adding markets. Bobby Epstein and the ownership group, Robert DeSilva and those guys have sat on this franchise doing nothing, not telling the Austin soccer community what's happening. We've watched our, our franchise move to Orlando and become a major league soccer city, and we've been sitting here with nothing. Uh, when they could have really done a lot of work to to get a team going, and and get the soccer fans excited about something, but as it is, yeah, you know, he's 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 uh, destroyed a lot of trust with the card with the soccer fans of Austin. Yeah, and now by and he's taken it another level by actually funding a group that's actively trying to kill bringing the top level soccer to Austin. And what's confusing about the whole thing is that he's still trying to. Was that how was that stride enough? That's good. Well, yeah. But he's still trying to, uh, at, at, at least on a surface level, try to attract the anthem to support their team. I, he he hashtagged Wait, us heavy, in a tweet. Heavy sigh. Heavy sigh. I know. <sighs> really? Oh, this is a good time to interject. This is Alice. This is a comment from Alistair McAllister. It says, "Is it Bobby, uh, Mr. Roberto? <laughs> Mr. Roberto, does the Austin Bold have an official supporters group asking for a friend?" And this is a comment under. Uh, this is this is a couple weeks ago. So this is before the Austin band band them. them has yes. Come out. Uh, uh, user Daniel Smith says, "Yes, it's called Indie Austin. It's the group his <laughs> boss is funding to shut down the competition." So this is yeah, been, I love that. This tweet. has been sort of like public knowledge for a long time, and the fact that they they, they came out, I think they probably well, did have to. But why do it around your groundbreaking? Like like you have kind of a positive negative effect that really just neutralizes did, everything. And then we did a groundbreaking this week that that I loved. What did Phil West call it today? The Bleacher Stadium. Yeah, I I mean it's just. Moving bleachers around of F one to I, a to a pitch. I was very frustrated by the sign that they had. Austin's uh, only home. Whatever. What is that? I mean, it's just another way to not. What is that friends BS? and make make friends? And, I mean, and, if if you're trying to attract fans of of Austin soccer and trying to mend fences, why are you doing that? And obviously, you're not trying to mend fences because you're su- you're supporting so a. Let's go this other way. If if he's actually not trying to win friends and he doesn't care about us and the soccer fans in Austin. There's two things he's trying to do. He thinks, all right, if I can at least get it moving, and USL told me I had to use the franchise or lose it, now I can use the franchise and, you know, what is? It? maybe he sells it to another city. Did you guys see the uh, the article on, what was it, Nutmeg? Exactly. Oh, Nutmeg sat- News. The, sometimes, satire, the onion of soccer news. Sometimes, oh, sometimes satire is a little close to reality. Well, yeah. And that, so if you haven't seen that, it was basically saying that uh, the Austin Bolt are contemplating a move to Columbus, potentially playing in Mob Free Stadium. <laughs> I would say there's odds. We should we should make bets here. Like, what are the odds that Major League Soccer starts here before USL, or it, it lasts longer than USL ever gets going? Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, that could definitely happen. I, I think the rationale so is... Be careful. You might want to... So maybe that's a rationale to go buy a bold scarf right now because it's a collector's item. Yeah. Well... I don't know. Those kits, man, without the kit sponsors are very, they're very unappealing. <laughs> it really is. Support who you want. Um, we've seen a lot of negative con- comments that have come out of this because the, there has been a lot of talk about dark money and uh, support of, of the bold. I mean, they like for someone like me, for someone that's been privy of this whole process, it's going to take a lot it's to sell it. Third time you've right? used the word privy. I like it. Oh, thank you. Um, a pirate? He's a pirate. It's going to take a lot to sell it to someone like me, right? Half like the, the audience just tuned like, out 46 like, minutes. Like, honestly, <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, we're in a stoppage time because 45 minutes of soccer, we're, we're, we're wrapping up here. Yeah, we, we got to get to we gotta get to uh, St. Elmo Brewery. We got a, we got a minute or two of stoppage time. Uh, it's going to take a lot to sell to someone like me. They're really going to have to take away. They're going to have to say, we don't support Indy Austin anymore. We don't support this. Yeah, and obviously that's not going to happen anytime soon. So, bottom well, line. 
Is there a petition that you, if you're voting, that no. you should sign? No. no, no. Is there a candidate that you should, uh, or a, an issue that is supported by a candidate that you should uh, take a look at? That's, that's very How good phrasing, that? Thank Mr. You. Mr. Go, Mr. go check out the Austin Anthem Voters Guide. One thing I do want to say, there are a few events that are going to be upcoming here that uh, are not directly right after the recording of this podcast that you actually might be able to attend. So November 4th, we're going to have a volunteer at Whole Foods downtown. Be sure to come out there on the roof uh, and support that. Hopefully the weather should be good. If it's like today, we shouldn't have any issues at all. That's gorgeous. And it, yeah, it's going to be amazing. And then the, uh, the other one is uh, Saturday, December 8th at Haymaker. We're going to have our annual holiday slash anniversary party. Five year anniversary. That's awesome. Also toys for tots. So that's bring bring uh, toys that uh, will be donated to Marines Toys that's, for Tots. That's MLS Cup. That is the MLS, MLS Cup. Cup. That'll be the biggest MLS and, game of the year. And you never know. Pay attention to our Facebook and Twitter because you never know if we'll see uh, some news here. Hopefully about the about everything that's going on with the Austin City Council negotiations. What else is going on? Um, there's got? been a ton of rain. We've we, everybody knows it. Uh, we've had a lot of rescheduled games, including the U.S. Open Cup game between our uh, our local amateur team, Celtic Cowboys, versus Montagua, New Orleans. That's had been rescheduled to 11-11 of, of this year. So, I mean, right, so next, coming up next month. Soon. Yeah, and so just thanks for listening, uh, especially a, a big shout-out to all the new listeners out there and everyone that's been a part of this process the whole time. Uh, you enjoy soccer, we enjoy soccer, and from all of us here at the Greenhouse, enjoy your local soccer. <laughs>